What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Never Made Varsity. My name's Colby. You can find me on Twitter at Colby Complains and as a contributor on Pop Culture, popcultureshub.com. <laughs> What's up, everybody? My name is David Rivera. You can find me on Twitter at DRivera1222. Happy weekend, everybody. It's your boy, Maverick. You can find me on social media at heartbreak underscore underscore kid. I guess podcast business. My first two editions of Just Like We Drew It Up, which is my series where every week I break down a play in the NFL, are up on popcultureshub.com. So if you want to go check that out, please do. Tell me what you think. I, it's been really fun to do, so um, let me know if you have any plays you want me to look at. Let's go ahead and jump into college football. We'll start with Carolina, who, again, did not play this week. They, from what I've heard, they're trying to treat this two weeks off as just a season restart and going into the Boston College game as if it's week one. So that's how they're approaching this. Boston College is undefeated on the year, but they beat a Duke team that is not good and had trouble with Texas State yesterday. So, Yeah, I fully expect to win the game. I feel like that's, that's a reasonable expectation. I mean, Duke is not a good team. They struggle with Texas State. Like, we, if we're going to play like our ranking is, and I realize it's a weird season, but if we, I feel like we have the talent and, and depth to, to, to play us. But, and coming off of two weeks off, there's no excuse for not being prepared. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, after what happened against Syracuse for me personally, I think I'm just going to keep things a little more tempered. Just with these two weeks off, I just don't know how the team necessarily is going to respond to it. Surely it does give a lot more reps in, in practice or whatnot in the time tweaks. But I still don't think anything beats in-game action. And so I would expect probably a similar start to what Syracuse will be, especially going up to Boston for this game. So hopefully we can get things going pretty quickly and get into a groove, but I'm not going to expect that. So I can only be pleasantly surprised at that point. Their quarterback, Jerkovic, who had a fantastic – I think that's how you say his name. I'm not sure. Jerkovic, that's like a cheesy a cheesy 90s sitcom villain name. <laughs> like the bully with like the ripped up leather like jacket who like hits people with skateboards. Or the dude with the bowl cut, the black glasses, and an Uzi in a black suit <laughs> could also be that dude. <laughs> Uh, Jerkovic, one of those. He had a really good game against Duke, but against Texas State, his QBR, which is the one that's out of 100, was 50. So how good is he really? Who knows? I feel like Carolina should win. But as we've seen from this past week of college football and all the weeks previous, nothing matters this year. So It's a beautiful segue. But like you said, it um, if we're going to play like the number 12 team in the country, then we should beat Boston College. Correct. But let's talk about the rest of the country. Let's start with Mississippi State. <laughs> greatest college football team of all time, period. Yeah, I, I think Mike Leach is in the greatest coach of all time conversation. <laughs> I just love how every time a Mike Leach team does 
anything, we do the whole, oh, Mike Leach is so cute. He's so fun and funny. And then he says something yikesy on Twitter. And we're all like, oh, ooh, ooh. 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 Ah. <laughs> um, so I'd like to us uh, just to skip to that part and keep it pushing. But, I mean, one, Mississippi State, their offense did look good. On the other hand, DBU did not look like DBU on Saturday. Their defense looked a little bit lost. But they they did lose a lot. On they it. lost a whole lot of pieces. I think in all, they lost 17 starters. That's yeah. A whole lot to recover from. So, I'm, I mean, I don't think anyone I – I don't think anybody with reasonable expectations expected LSU to immediately bounce back from losing your, you know – Heisman quarterback and you know 16 other starters and immediately contend for a championship like not every SEC school is Alabama you know what I'm saying like they can recruit well they can do all the kinds of things but I think the expectation for LSU obviously they want to beat Mississippi State but they're gonna they're gonna take their lumps and that's just gonna be what it is KJ Costello (laughs) I've already seen people say Will he compete for the the number one pick in this year's draft? It's like y'all, come y'all, on, come on, come on, <laughs> come on. But to be fair, some of these air raid quarterbacks in the NFL, they might be all right. He seems to be doing well. So I don't know. We'll find out. It's it's, it's hopefully going to be a long season. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Who knows? I saw something the other day where about 50% of all teams in college football that are playing, I just hasn't counted the Big Ten, I don't think, has had a game impacted by COVID-19. Wow. About half. That's nuts. Is not good. Should we do Virginia Tech State next or Miami Florida State? Let's... Oh, let's talk about Miami, Florida State, real quick. Let's 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 talk about let's talk about the U. I saw a beautiful picture of of a. It was captioned beautifully, and it was someone getting their ass beat, and it was the U, Florida State, and then somebody was on the floor taking pictures, and it said the Florida Gators. (laughs) (laughs) It was a beautiful picture, and like that was that's a generational butt whooping that they just received like that was bad like you can't blame that one on willie taggart anymore yeah. my guy <laughs> that's not jimbo fisher's Ooh. not walking through that door <laughs> no they got uh, the belt the they belt. really got the belt my question is mike norvell it was out he was not coaching that game for florida state because he was out with a positive COVID result but somehow He's the only one that has to be out in this game. No one else through contact tracing had to be out for Florida State. That doesn't make sense unless it makes all the sense, and that's why they lost by 40 points to Miami. <laughs> he said, y'all got this, deuces. <laughs> yeah, like y'all said, it's going to be hard to blame that one on Willie Taggart. So, uh, Miami's good, and it's time to probably acknowledge that. Are they good? They, they beat Florida State, and Florida State lost to Georgia Tech. But it's it's not necessarily uh, that they won, but in the way that in which they beat them. Because, like I said, these good teams 
don't just win by the skin of their teeth like a North Carolina has done. Um, like beating te- when you're uh, the vastly superior team, you beat the brakes off of them and not leave it to a one score game where you can potentially lose or something like that. I mean, I think that is at least the, the I guess somewhat the eye test, if you will, that the good teams beat them down. I think that's fair. That is fair. Virginia Tech, NC State. <laughs> I Wolfpack fans, just, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> it's, it's obviously because they didn't have Peyton Wilson. That's why they lost. It's really bad, really, really bad. I there's a part of me that does feel bad. A, a very, very small part of me that feels a little bad. Just because so, they keep getting their expectations. <laughs> it's, it's because you haven't talked to an NC State fan recently. I, I haven't. That is true. Yeah. I haven't. So uh, their first game in the quasi-coastal division has not gone very well for the Wolfpack. If my count is correct, I believe the coastal division is 7-2 and two against the Atlantic. That sounds about right. So. I'm actually, I meant to, to keep a counter on Twitter of what state's record is against the Coastal this year. Thank you for reminding me. After we record this pod, I'm going to put that up. Because the two was Clemson. No, never mind. Clemson wakes Atlantic. And then I think it was BC over Duke is one of the two. Mm-hmm. And then who was the other one? That is a great question. Florida State lost to Georgia Tech, right? That's mm-hmm. it. No, Wait, no, but, that's one of the ones for that's, the for That's the one of the seven, one. actually, yeah. So I'm trying to figure out who else lost to – who else is in the – who's in the Atlantic? Oh, it's Syracuse Fox. beat Georgia Tech. There we go. Syracuse beat Georgia Tech. Really bad. That? Which that, – what does that tell you about Florida State? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, Miami is good, and I think it at least is good – that we face them in the last game of the year because I'd rather be at least our peak or, and at least give them an opportunity to fall down a little bit. Cause do not, don't they play Clemson? I'm not sure. I'd have to look at the composite. Yeah. I'd have to look too. Very briefly, Georgia, Arkansas was kind of yikesy in the first half. And it does not seem they have a quarterback that they like a lot. And a lot of what I was hearing, um, because now that I listen to the shutdown full cast, I'm surrounded by SEC people. <laughs> is Jamie, there was like, oh, Jamie Newman's just scared. Jamie Newman lost a starting job, and that's why he opted out of the season. And they look bad in the first half. Like, their first, like, Deshaun, oh, I don't remember his last name. He looked bad, and then they brought in his backup, and the backup threw an interception on his first pass. Uh, I would not expect Georgia to win a bunch of games this year. That's just me. Kansas State, Oklahoma. I watched that one in its entirety. Oklahoma, what are you doing? <laughs> I think the streak of Lincoln Riley quarterback stops here. Like, I mean, I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be not like for good, but like the, the year, year, year on year thing. 
Is Spencer Rattler a sophomore, freshman, freshman? I think I he's a year removed from high school. So, yeah, I think it is either freshman or redshirt freshman. Hmm. Uh, I think he's a real deal. I think he's just young. But I, I feel like he's really good. But he's not as, like, ready-made as their past couple quarterbacks have been. That's okay. That's fair. I didn't have the background on him. I thought I just assumed that he was some kind of transfer or older, you know. No, he's a young kid. He was on QB1 a couple years ago. And, uh, okay. yeah, he, for whatever reason, he, something happened. They never said what happened, but he wasn't able to, he got suspended for his last couple games in high school. So that's the last thing I remember about him. I was talking to one of my friends who's a Sooners fan. I was like, enjoy this until the NCAA sanctions come. (laughs) But I don't know, allegedly. So we will see what happens there. But I do think Spencer Rattler is going to be good eventually. I don't think he's there yet. And then just across uh, the the, uh, state line, Texas was not back. (laughs) Then it came back, and so Texas is back. Both Texas and Miami are back. What a wonderful time to be a college football fan. (laughs) Texas should not have won that game. (laughs) Nope. It was quite a roller coaster in the group me when they went up two touchdowns, Texas Tech did. I was like, Texas is not back. And then they go down and immediately score in a very quick series. Then get the onside kick, and I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> then they tie the game, go into overtime, and then they pull it out. Fun game. Fun, fun game. It is the most Big 12 game of all time, and I love it. <laughs> that's one I didn't get to watch. I believe that's it for college football, If unless y'all have anything else. Alabama's okay. still good. Yeah, Alabama's still good. Um, did you want to talk about – uh, UNCC. Oh, sure. Yeah. UNC Charlotte. Or Charlotte, excuse me. I'm sorry, 49ers out there. Charlotte. <laughs> uh, Mav, you said it w- was the game that was played, that was supposed to be play- played yesterday, right? Or last week, because today was our, or yesterday was our bye. We're doing this pod Prior. on Sunday night. Because um, today was our bye, it was supposed to be played last week. Uh, that got canceled against Charlotte due to some contact tracing issues on the offensive line. No, but I think that one was legit. The headline that I saw was the Georgia state game was called off because they misread COVID test results. Hmm. Either way, it's not good. (laughs) It's not what you want to happen. No, absolutely not. So, I don't know what's happening at Charlotte, but they have not played football in two weeks, and they might have been able to get the game in. I wonder what that means for contract reasons. That's a good point. However, given all the craziness that has happened in college football, especially yesterday, I would definitely say that UNC won the bye. Oh, yeah. we If the Big Ten wasn't, Coming back, if the Big Ten wasn't in the AP poll this year, this week, we would 100% be in the top 10. <laughs> so the Pac-12 is back. They're coming back. Yeah, I, I forgot what 
when they said they were coming back, but I have zero interest in any Pac-12 football. My life is personally with complete you. with Pac-12 football. Back in my conference life. of champions. Okay. <laughs> if you don't watch Washington State versus Arizona, you're rooting for the virus. Um, they could replace the Pac-12 with the Sun Belt and the Power Five, and I'd be hundred percent fine. It would be more interesting. It would be way more fun. Oh, the Mac is also coming back. We're going to get Mac some. Is, the Mac is back, baby. With midweek action, we're going to get some midweek action, some Tuesday night action. They said they're going to start off in the middle of the week and then transition to Saturdays once the um, the big schools finish up. But they're giving it a go. I have no idea what the end of the season is going to be like. I'm taking it week to week and not pretending that anything's going to happen until I see the teams run on the field. So, Probably for the best. Let's move on to the NFL. We have seen all the games except for the Packers game and the Chiefs-Ravens game. Let's start with the Bears and Falcons. <laughs> I don't know whether to feel bad. Like, I, I don't honestly, I feel bad for both teams. <laughs> I feel bad. For, I feel bad for our boy Mitch for getting. Benched. I know. But like you can't be drafted. And I know he didn't draft himself. It's not his fault. But you can't be drafted that high and make like little to no improvement by year three. Or you just can't. Yeah. Especially if you don't start off in that kind of space anyway. That being said, do you think he was doing anything that Nick Foles was – do you think Nick Foles was doing anything that Mitch Trubisky couldn't do when he brought him back against the Falcons? I thought he made better decisions, but it was pretty I, – I, this game I feel like was more the Falcons falconing than Nick Foles suddenly becoming the second coming of, you know, Super Bowl Nick, Nick Foles. That's what I'm saying. I think the, Falcon, the Falcons' energy is stronger than whatever chaotic energy that Mitch has. <laughs> I, think, do I, me. I think Mitch could have done what Nick Foles did, yes. Yeah. But, man, the Falcons... <laughs> That's two weeks don't... now that it's been like two double-digit leads. They yep. just completely pissed it away. And I love it. I love it so much. I hope they're suffering. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, our boy Cam is thriving and, and driving and surviving. Yeah, like, he looks like he had a very – he had the most normal Cam Newton game today. Um, it was you refreshing. Know what? The team didn't need him to do everything, and they won. Yeah. But he looked like Cam. He had some, a couple good runs. He overthrew some receivers. He, I want to have as much faith in something as Cam Newton has faith that he can fit a ball in a tight window. <laughs> he sees any window. He's like, I'm strong enough to get that in. <laughs> Just that is fire. supreme confidence. He fires it as hard as he can. <laughs> I love it. Lasers. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, listen, the Patriots are going to be the Patriots. They lost a ton of people on defense, and yet they still find a way to have a good defense. 
they have, you know, next to nothing on the offensive end. And then you find Cam Newton off of the street for like spare change and you're two and one with that. And you were competitive with the current three and O Seahawks. Like that's a win. <laughs> it's that's almost win. as if Matt Patricia wasn't the reason that defense was good. <laughs> Look at that. You're just a bad, you just, you just find every reason. To hate I Matt can't Patricia. stand Matt Patricia. He, he's a fraud. He's, a, he's fraud. a fraud. That play card is laminated. Why do you have a pencil? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i feel i just feel i feel happy for cam i have a question for the group yeah is josh allen elite <laughs> he's getting there if he's not ready let's, let's calm let's calm down <laughs> let's calm down he's, he's good let's be honest i think he's farther ahead than mitch is oh oh yeah i tried to tell y'all Last year, like week two, I, I asked a question, is Josh Allen good, actually? And y'all yeah. were like, no, no, no. I Josh Allen is where I want Mitch to be right now. It would help if the Bears used Mitch the way that the Bills are starting to, um, starting to use Josh Allen. It was funny on Twitter. Um, but Monty Jones said, it looks like Josh Allen just ran an option for the first time in his life. This man's talents have been wasted for all 20-something years of his career. <laughs> also, when you give that man Stefan Diggs, and mm-hmm. it kind of makes it easier for him, too, to just literally throw it up, and Stefan Diggs is probably going to come down with the ball. Kirk Cousins looked like boo-boo today. And you look really all bad. Season. All season. And, st- and still almost beat us, so I'm not too excited about it. But a win's a win. A win's a win. Three games, three game-winning drives, and another game-winning field goal for Stephen Goskowski. He had six field goals today, including the game winner, which is a 55-yarder. Man's, that's called a bounce back. I'll take it. Never in doubt, but... A win's a win. I don't know the last time the Titans were three and zero. Maybe it was in two thousand seven, or was it two thousand seven eight year when we went ten and zero to start the season? I think that's the last time we went three and zero. The Giants are bad. New York City. The Jets are bad. <laughs> the Giants and the Jets. It's okay because the trash is in one stadium. <laughs> it's okay. They don't but let the themselves road. out. I can't say New York is full of trash teams because the Bills are 3-0. But, man, Manhattan, <laughs> just not, do, not looking too hot. Like, first of all, shout-out to my boy, uh, Dave Gettleman. And um, shout-out to my other boy, Adam Gase. How is I, Adam Gase not fired yet? Right hate, now, as I, of eight forty one on Sunday, <laughs> I feel like I need to clarify. I hate those two people. <laughs> I hate Dave Gettleman. I hate Adam Gase. Adam Gase has this air about him, like he knows, like he thinks he knows what he's doing, but nothing has ever backed up anything that he's doing. Like someone called him an offensive genius when he was in Miami. There was nothing he ever did in Miami that warranted him being called an offensive genius. 
there, I think he, I don't know how much longer he's going to make it. Another coach I don't know how long he's going to make it is Doug Peterson for the Eagles. Ooh. I love how both teams gave up at the end of that game with a minute and a half left. They're like, I, there's some Chinese food down the street. I'm going <laughs> to, my DoorDash is going to be at my room. We got to get out of here. They just, let's go get some shawarma. Like, they, get, they, they shawarma at the, the end of that game. <laughs> and also, swinging back down to Atlanta, Dan Quinn has a job in this economy. In this economy. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, listen, it, like the Eagles, the way they played that la- the last bit of overtime was just atrocious. And the fact baffling they were going for that field goal, and then you get a false start penalty on yourself to push yourself back five yards, and then you punt it. Don't even try. You you gotta try. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, it's so stupid. Like, what were you? What was your? What was the point there? Like, either you're saying, okay, let's just play for the tie, or you're hoping that he muffs the punt. Like, (laughs) come on. Like the like for the for the Bengals, I kind of get it. Like the Bengals, like you think about the Bengals, like they were a, a missed field goal away from a win week one, and then last week they played um, the Browns and actually played decently and could have won that game. And they played against the Eagles and they could have won that game. I think the Browns are honestly in a better spot than the Eagles. Or sorry, the the Bengals are in a better spot than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow is legit. If they can keep him a, a, you know, vertical. Yeah, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna murder Joe Burrow before the season. I hope that he doesn't get David Card and start seeing ghosts because that offensive line is terrible. Yeah. But he's really good. It's like eight, he got sacked eight times. Eight. It's bad. It's bad, man. Seahawks, Cowboys, Russell Wilson. Is Russell Wilson? He he's got to be the front runner for MVP, right? I have a take in my bakery that he's the best quarterback in the league, and I'm not ready yet to unveil it. But I'm sitting on it. I'm a wait, and we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope everybody who had DK today is feeling okay. I'm doing okay now. Thank you. <laughs> I saw that in real time. For those that didn't watch, DK Metcalf caught an absolute bomb from Russell Wilson, and then uh, the defender came right up behind him as he was jogging in the end zone and punched it out the back, and it was a touchback. Run that back. Jogging with the hand with the ball in his right hand, lazily swinging it, like not two hands, not playing through, like like to the side, like not even thinking that someone's behind him. Not good, but he made up for it. He did. He caught the game-winning touchdown. So it's all good. Good to see my boy Greg Olson make some appearances, some clutch Mr. Catches. Reliable. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, the Panthers won. I forgot. I literally almost forgot to talk about it, the Panthers won today. Um, Listen, I know Dorks Matt Rule. Won a game. Matt Rule is the fo- like a perennial football guy. Like He's going to be the one that's like, you can't even fathom the idea of tanking. The Panthers, come on. Come on. Like, I understand, like, 1 in 15 is totally enough to get the first pick. But you can make it easier on yourselves, you know? Here's the thing. I'm not sure 
I can see ways that the Panthers can accidentally win games, even if they went full tank mode. The Jets are so bad. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's a way to get the first pick away from the Jets. So, I don't know. I don't know where that leaves us. I feel like the Jets, like, will sneak a game. Like, I feel like they're one of those teams that will sneak a game, and it'll be like one of those, like, WTF, how the heck did they just win that games? Kind of like the Lions and the Cardinals today. How would you feel? This is a hypothetical I was thinking about today. Mm-hmm. Trading Christian McCaffrey in that contract in signing Cam. <laughs> He's a free agent. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out where that was going, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it. I, 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 I would 100% Trade away Christian McCaffrey for Cam Newton. <laughs> just to have him back. We just miss him. Would he even come back, though? He does love Charlotte. But, man, that front office. He doesn't seem like the guy that the, – the kind that forgets, you know? No, he would not forgive David Tepper, and he would not forgive Matt Rule. Or Marty Herney. Or Marty – God, look, I, for, I keep forgetting he exists – I need to get him out of here. Anyway, as we're speaking, it's the first quarter and the Saints are up on the Packers. Tomorrow, as we're recording, Chiefs Ravens. So, that will be a good game. I Right now, Baltimore is minus three and a half. That feels right. I would not be surprised if they won that game. But, um... Super hot take. I would not be surprised if the, if the Ravens won that game. You would not be surprised if the reigning MVP, Lamar Jackson, won that game. <laughs> Anything else to the NFL? I think we did a, a good job hitting everything. No, I think that's it. NBA. Lakers are in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron and James. Good lord, seven straight to close out that game. Every single one of those shots, I was I sunk deeper into the floor. Like <laughs> he hit the he hit the J. I was like, oh my gosh, and he hit the next one. Step back. Oh my gosh, and then he hit the three that he pulled up from Steph range, and I was like, I was I was in Hades. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was all the way through the floor. <laughs> but man, I mean, that's how, I mean. What was like 38, 16, and 10 or something like that? That's a stat line. That is. (laughs) I just want to point out that in a closeout game, LeBron James put up more points, assists, and rebounds than Paul George and Kawhi Leonard did in game seven against the same team last series. Game seven. Remember how Combined. many points? Combined. Say, remember how many points Kawhi and Paul George had in the fourth quarter? <laughs> in the game Goose eggs. <laughs> Goose eggs. Ooh, listen. I like how the how the narrative has gone from oh LeBron can't do that in the West to now is oh well the East is better than the West anyway. Just Look at like all the that. Quality immediately. Teams. <laughs> Look at all the quality teams in the East. You have the Bucks. You have the Heat. You have the Celtics. Come on, guys. Listen, Get out of here. If I were, like, a hardcore Lakers fan, I would not be afraid of the Celtics or the Heat. 
I would be yeah. a little afraid of the Heat. I would be I would be salivating at the mouth with the Celtics. That's a sweep waiting to happen. Now, I mean, part of me is probably at least a little bit kind of bitter that there are some hardcore Laker fans like, oh, we deserve this. We we went through Robert Sachery. <laughs> we suffered. Like, <laughs> like the Lakers hasn't won double-digit championships, and they've been to 32 finals in their uh, franchise history. Like you haven't been dominating the entire NBA landscape for decades now. Don't get out of here with, oh, we deserve this. Somebody said second. that. Um, hold on, David. Somebody, oh, I got you. Go ahead. somebody said the Lakers need to start need to stop appropriating trash team culture. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be having right said back. that, having said that, I Lakers are my pick to win now, and it's purely for the Kobe narrative. I want them to win. I want it to be for Kobe. I think that's going to be a really nice and meaningful kind of end to the season. No, I. I feel like the Celtics are a better matchup for the Lakers. The Heat right now, and by the time this comes out, maybe the Heat won the game that's on right now. And maybe it's already a done deal. But I don't think the Lakers will have any problem with that rinky-dink um, zone that the Heat like to run. Oh, yeah. No, I, like I said, I think it's going to be the Lakers when the finals at this point against either team. Really? So, I mean, actually, I'm going to cheer for him at this point. I wonder, sports media must be just absolutely livid because we're in, we're getting a bubble finals between two of the largest markets in the NBA and two of probably the most fair-weather cities to go visit, and they can't even go because it's in a bubble. I can't even go to, literally just go from Miami to L.A. for the entire finals. The Heat have the Heat faced any? I mean, I guess they played the the Bucks, but they haven't seen a team quite with the size and the talent as the Lakers have. The Lakers could go big when the late when the Heat goes small and still have the advantage in the matchup. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we talked about this last week. I see LeBron going on Jimmy Butler, and I feel like. I mean, Jimmy's going to get his points, but I feel like LeBron still is going to do a pretty good job against him. And then who else? Like, and I feel like everybody else can cover somebody. Yeah. I don't know. I don't see it being more than a gentleman's like is, um, like the last series have been. I feel like people are presuming the Heat. And obviously, it's most likely that the Heat will probably get to the to the finals. And we, like just because of statistics and they're up 3-2. Um. And I think they'll win tonight. But if it does go seven, I think it's – I mean, either way, I think it's advantage Lakers just because I'm not going to bet against LeBron James. And, I mean, they've, they haven't they have lost twice to the same team in this playoffs. Like, you can't argue with that. Now, the Heat have been playing really well. I mean, they, they, they ran through – what was it, the Pacers, I think, in the first round? Yeah, yeah. swept the Pacers. Swept the Pacers. Ran through the Bucks, like with ease, ease. Now, granted that Giannis was injured, but even with when Giannis was on the floor, was wiping the floor with them. And then you got um, you know, obviously the Celtics going on, but I think the Heat match up well with the Lakers. But if there was a team that was going to beat the Lakers on their way to the finals, I genuinely thought it was going to be the Rockets. 
Like, I thought the Rockets were going to be like that. Cause just because of the way that they play. I didn't know that the Lakers had that small ball lineup in them. Like, I thought they were going to stick to playing Dwight or JaVale um, at the five and keep them Davis at the four. But they actually adjusted and put Davis at the five and played, you know, Morris or um, like Kuzma which surprised me and it actually ended up working. So I just don't, I think that they match up well with the heat. I think you have your big bodies like Dwight and JaVale on BAM. You have players that can, I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler is a great player. Like every team at this point is a great player and you're going to have to guard and make them miss shots. Eventually. I think Caruso, Danny green, they have their lumps, but they're good defenders. Rondo, can play. I mean, Goran Dragic is a good player, but um, and then you have LeBron in eighty. I just don't feel comfortable betting against Le- LeBron in eighty at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, their small ball lineup still has a seven footer at center, so <laughs> it's hard to to go against that. So, Anything else NBA wise? I listen right now. Like I said, the Celtics are up one on the heat in game six so it's unclear how this game is going to end but if this game goes if this series goes seven it's only going to help lebron that's <laughs> to more be rest. Able to rest that's more rest which because at the end of game four he looked tired i mean they were trying to close it out like they were trying to i mean they were down a bunch and they had a chance to close it out so they could get even more rest. So I feel like he went all out at the end of the game to try and close them out and get some of that extra rest. Ended up going only one more game. So, not you know, at the end of the day, not too bad. Anything goes from the sporting world? I feel like we kind of hit all of it. What does oh, yeah, for- Aaron's not here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we can <laughs> Yeah, he has not been doing one giant awkward pause like he normally does. What if, like, in the middle of the podcast, you just hear, and I'm Aaron Friedman. You can find me on (laughs) Twitter. Aaron P. Friedman. Um, What does a fourth ring do for LeBron's legacy? I don't know. I feel like people who were – I don't know if people's opinions about LeBron are changing because of this ring, if he gets his ring, you know? I feel like there's a crowd that's never going to be happy because he has six losses in the finals. And there's the crowd that's going to say, well, he doesn't have six. Yeah. Well, like there's the one where he's, he's this would be his 10th finals appearance or sorry. Yeah. 10th final finals yeah. appearance in 11 years. And, but yet he's only won three. So is it a thing where just going is a big accomplishment, which I think it is. There are only two teams can go to the finals every year. Yeah. But also three and seven is not ideal. It's not ideal, but you know, I mean, no one's going to care. But I mean, you look at the teams that he's like, the, I feel like the only team that you can justifiably say that he shouldn't have lost to was probably the Mavs. Uh, no, that was definitely uh, the right ending to that series. <laughs> No bias here, right? Nope, not at all. <coughs> Dallas was America's team, truly, that, that series. What do you think about going against the Spurs twice, three times, right? I think it was three times against the Spurs. And then you got the Golden State Warriors. It was twice against the Spurs. It was twice, it was and, they, twice. and they split. And they split, okay. 
the thing is, LeBron is his team is rarely favored in the finals. He's almost always been the underdog going into the finals. This is this year is more reminiscent of 2011 than say what 2016 is when they won with the Warriors. So now he has played the Spurs three times because in that he played them in 07 with the Cavs. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and I mean, they probably whopped him then because that was very young LeBron. I'd mm-hmm. love to see him get this ring for I would too. just because I don't know. I not because the Lakers franchise needs it. No, but yeah, I would like love said, to see Danny Green and AD. I'm, yeah, I'm in it for Danny Green getting another ring for UNC, and I'm here for the the nice heartfelt Kobe narrative that it's for Kobe. If Dwight Howard gets this ring, he's a surefire Hall of Famer. I think he already is. I think he already is, too. I, I also think he's already a Hall of Famer, but people forget how good he was. And I feel like if he gets this ring, it's like, this dude is a Hall of Famer. He carried a Magic team to the finals. <laughs> there, was, there were conversations of who would you rather build a team around, Dwight Howard or LeBron James. Those were things that, was said, that were said with an earnest. People forget that centers were like pieces that you could build around. <laughs> No, I remember a time where Dallas was literally sal- salivating over the idea of getting him and Darren Williams on the same team. <laughs> Anything else? I feel like that we did a we did a good job this week. <laughs> yeah, lots we of sports. Lot. Yeah, lots of sports. So next time we hit you, I won't be here, but these wonderful boys will have some finals takes for you. I might send them some in the group message just to, to fire off on my behalf. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta put your stuff under pop culture so they can go read it. Ooh, we gotta yeah, spread, we, gotta, we gotta spread the good news. <laughs> that would require me having more time than I have to actually write. Uh, <laughs> who knew writing actually takes time? But yeah, I'm so glad I learned how to make gifts though. It's been so fun making gifts. <laughs> also, the um, the Game Pass feature from NFL.com is great. I've always been wondering how all of these, like the NFL analysts, have time to watch every game. And now I understand how they have time to watch every game. You just watch the condensed version of every, every game you've watched. Yeah, it's crazy how much dead time there is, right? So much. Like I watched the Cowboys game and the Chiefs game last week in the morning while I was doing like my, my work I get paid for. Like, so total time, like condensed, how much time is the game? Uh, between 45 and 55 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, it's just, it's just play after play after play and occasionally they'll throw a replay in. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And then on Tuesday mornings, they upload the coaches film which is where I get the all 22 from. But yeah, if you were ever wondering how all these, how all these analysts have time to watch all these games, it's because they are not watching three hour broadcasts. When they wake up at 4am <laughs> watching it on their, uh, on their phones on while they're brushing their teeth, while brother brushing their teeth. Cause you know, Tony, Tony Kornheiser and Michael Wilbon are too old to be watching these late night games. <laughs> they watch them in the morning. Speaking of 
NFL analysts, did you see uh, Dominique Foxworth tweeted a group message with um, Dan Orlovsky and Ryan Clark earlier what about this them? week? Uh, Dominique Foxworth was teaching Dan Orlovsky with Ryan Clark. They were both teaching him about season salt. <laughs> about Laurie's season salt. Good lord. And Dan Orlovsky was like, this just seems like too much. <laughs> and um, I think Ryan Clark sent him a, a picture of like some Cajun seasoning. And he said, if I yeah. tasted this, I would throw up. <laughs> you got you gotta you gotta go with the Zatarans. That's the perfect kind of cliche spice to use. Dan Orlovsky season salt. Dan Orlovsky is that stereotypical story stereotypical, like goofy, lanky white dude <laughs> like somehow he's an NFL analyst I know he was technically a quarterback but I I've seen replays <laughs> yeah, we, we've, we've all seen him run out the back of Evans <laughs> oh we have <laughs> it's there forever it's like the butt fumble but listen I listen I like Dan Orlovsky I feel like he has a lot to offer it's better than Will Kane oh my god <laughs> oh yeah Fox News analyst Will Kane. Yeah. I only like Will Kane for his pro Mavs sports takes. That's all I care. <laughs> you listen, he was good at getting under Stephen A. Smith's skin. He knew There's all like a, the buttons to push. I won't lie though, when he did the when Bomani Jones tricked him on on high noon when he thought he was toasting. And Bomani was like, Oh, you thought he was hosted? Get up out of my chair. Oh, it was hilarious. You know where that came from, right? No. Back, it was a couple years ago. Bomani was like on vacation for like his birthday or something. So he needed someone to fill his time slot for his radio show. And they got Will Kane to fill in. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. So so you can imagine the people who tuned in to hear Bomani Jones talk about sports. And Will Kane is there. Read the room, ESPN. Uh, the phone lines were ringing off the hook, and um, I <laughs> I'm think sure Bomani like Myron Metcalf or somebody to, to, to bring it in after that. I'm sure Bomani's phone was blowing up. Oh yeah, well. absolutely, a hundred percent. But uh, yeah, it'll be a fun week of, of sports. I'm excited to see how the finals go. Hopefully, I, I'm basic as hell, but I hope I hope LeBron wins his fourth chip because I think after this year, it gets a lot more complicated with the Warriors coming back, and we'll see how it goes. I and keep the forgetting the Warriors are coming back. Who's, uh, the, I think Chuck said that on the last inside yeah. the NBA. And the Nets will be arriving. The Nets, the Nets will, the, you know, and potentially we'll see how the offseason goes. Maybe Giannis is on a new team. But that would have to happen via trade, right? He's going into right. his last. Yeah, year. he has. He has one more year. He has one more year on his contract. We'll see. That that we'll save that for off season talk. We gotta save something. We can't give it all to you at the same time. Hold back. Hold back. <laughs> but save it. <laughs> save it. <laughs> anyway, I'm new in town. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>